Hello and welcome back to another episode of Hell to Heal. My name is Carrie Hellman and I am so grateful that you are here tuning in with me today. Whether this is your first time tuning in or you are a frequent flyer, your support does not go unnoticed. Support is such a funny thing. You know, the support that you get in your lives can be all over the boards different. You know, it can be someone who loves you, someone who cheers you on, and just someone who's there all the time. And then you might have someone who you're the support, but yet for whatever reason, you are always the one checking in on them. And then you can have support as in a hater type of form, you know, someone who's constantly putting you down and questioning you and undermining you and picking things apart. And then you could just have the support of someone who's going to tell you like it is, someone who's going to cheer you on, but also give you the feedback that you need that not everyone might be able to give you. You know, it's so crazy because I don't have uh, many friends, but the support that I do have, it's literally each one of these types of support. And I'm so grateful for them uh, being in my life's, you know, life's life. I think I only have one life. Um, but, you know, whether it's a check-in once a week, a check-in once a month, a check-in every day, you know, I just think it's so important to have different types of support in your life, you know, whether it's friends or family members, really, because um, support does come in all different aspects and in all different times. I just think that every single person deserves at least one of them in their lives. And I think that it's something that you kind of forget to appreciate until it's not there. And, you know, with grief, support always comes in waves. Ultimately, when you first lose someone, there's like an outpouring, like there's so many people that you're like, oh my God, I didn't even know this many people knew my person. Um, and it's so much love and so much affection and so many people just trying to help you, even though they have no idea how. Um, but at the same time, you know, the aftermath, you know, when a month rolls around or two months rolls around or, you know, nine months rolls around, the support dwindles. And you find out who your core people are. And this is definitely a reality check for a lot of people. And it definitely hurts. Um, I'd be lying to you if I said it didn't. And um, you lose a lot. You lose a lot of people. And I think at the end of the day, you lose respect for people. I definitely know that death does a lot to people. uh, Whether it destroys them. Whether it changes their personality. Whether it separates loved ones or friends or whatever the situation is. But I think people forget who it affects most. And not that this is a pissing contest because grief is definitely not a pissing contest. But I definitely think that people forget that there is always in one situation someone who gets the grunt of things. And... You know, I guess to each person, it it could be different. You know, for instance, if someone loses their boyfriend, okay, so parents lose their son, siblings, you know, lose their brother, um, cousins lose their cousin, 
you know, godparents lose lose their godchild, friends lose their friend, and the girlfriend loses her potential future. And to me, obviously, it hurts every single way around. I would never wish death upon anyone or grief upon anyone because it is literally a living hell. Uh, But to me, there's always one person who gets the grunt. And I think that that's where the support system is the hardest. Uh, And I also think it's a topic that's not talked about a lot. Because again, no matter what, when someone dies, everyone gets affected. Whether you're the immediate family, whether you're the friend, a coworker, whoever it is that you lose, it affects everyone. And it makes everyone you know, emotional, Um, you know, whether that's sadness or anger or depression, you know, everyone kind of goes through those stages of grief differently. And then some people do it backwards. You know, there's so many different types of grief, but grief is going to affect everyone. I just think that in my personal opinion, there's always someone who gets the brunt of it. And to me, it's normally the person who was left with the least, the person who didn't really even get into the deep chapters of the person they lost. And I know that you shouldn't feel more sadness for one person who's lost someone rather than everyone, but I can't help to think of that because for me, in my grief, I think about that all the time. I get jealous when I think about like how many memories my dad's brothers had with him or my dad's parents or like my mom or even my sister, I feel like, you know, I was robbed. And I feel like anyone who loses someone, whether it's unexpected or you knew they were ill, you feel robbed and you feel like you got the shit end of the stick and you feel like there wasn't enough time, you didn't make enough memories, you didn't travel enough, whatever it is, you always feel like you didn't do enough and there's always like that gut punch and you're like, oh my goodness, but what about how this makes this person feel? And I'm sure right now you're thinking about whoever you lost And who you think got the most, uh, the brunt of the situation. Because again, I'm not making light of anything, you know, because everyone is affected. Like even your mailman feels that effect. Every single person feels the effect. And it's fucking sad. Uh, It's like a domino effect, which is a terrible reference, but it's so true. Every single person gets touched. And, you know, I just think that the support that people need is often the support that people don't know how to be. So again, using those references I said in the beginning, you know, whether it's the friend who just constantly cheers you on, no matter what kind of decision you're doing whether it's the friend who only talks about themselves and, you know, only wants to know what's going on in their world, but yet you're the one that checks in on them, 
whether it's, you know, the friend who, um, the friend who cheers you on, loves you, but gives you like it is, or the friend that's always hating on you, um, and kind of tearing you down. And I shouldn't say just friend. I should say it's the word support. So instead of the word friend with all of those descriptions, let's put support because this could not just be just for friends. This could be for anyone in your life, family, in-laws, coworkers, anyone. The support that you need in life about everything, not just about death, you know, Almost any topic I talk about on here, yeah, it has a lot to do with grief because that's where this all started for me. But essentially, it is something that I think about every single day. The topics that I talk about are things that I plan out, things that I overly think about, things that I know affect other people, and I research them. And support is like one of the most common things that people talk about in grief. And it's something that Again, you know, years and years and years, decades later, it is still the number one thing that people remember. Like, I remember things like that. I remember when people remember something about my dad. I remember when people remember about my dad's anniversary. I remember when people remember his birthday. Again, these are things you're never going to forget when you lose someone. You are never going to forget them. And that's support. Again, whether it's a constant check-in, whether it's a once a month, once every five months, once a year, it does not matter. The support is what people remember. And the support is ultimately what people feel the most and what they need the most. So the next time you know of someone who passed away, even though you did not know them well, or you do not know their family, or you do not understand their situation, be that support. It doesn't matter. Even if it's wordless, I always tell people, the fact that someone would say or or send anything meant more to me than anything. Send me a heart every day. Just to keep doing it. Just keep doing it. I know it's fucking hard to talk to someone who just lost someone, even though you might be an expert like myself. I'm calling myself out. I'm not an expert. Don't know why I said that. But what I mean is, even though I've lost people, people I love, people who are staples in my life, people who I did not think I could physically live without, when I hear someone that I know that I'm friends with, lost the same exact person as me, I'm speechless. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to talk to them. It's almost like stage fright, but grief fright. (laughs) I'm going to make that be a thing. I don't know what to do or say. And it's sad because I bet there are so many other people out there who do the same exact thing. In fact, I know it. I know it. Mike and I talk about this all the time. Mike is my boyfriend for those who you don't know. <laughs> Be the support you wanted and you so desperately appreciate to someone else who's now going through grief. Again, 
It can be the simplest things. It can be. A heart, a funny, you know, a, a little meme, if you will, something. Let that person who's grieving, who feels so alone in a room full of a million people, sniffling, wearing all black, with bright red puffy eyes, remember you. And remember the support that you gave to them. Be that for that person. I say this quote all the time because I always, I want to be this in every single day. And I need to say it now because it is so perfect. Be the person who you needed when you were younger. But instead, be the person who you needed when you were walking through grief. And if you've never walked through grief and somehow you're listening to this podcast, number one, I appreciate you. Number two, just love on them. You know what it feels like to be feel alone and feel sad. I don't care who you are or what you've been through. You know what that feels like because we're all human and we all have felt that way at one point or another. Just shower them with love. Even if it's something small, like I said, a heart emoji. Perfect. Send it. You don't need to send a novel about who you lost when you were 12 and how you can relate this to your dog who passed away three days ago, three years ago, whatever. And I say that with a lot of love because, again, if you know me, I'm obsessed with my dog, Cooper. Obsessed. But comparing your grief from a past experience to someone's new grief is like stabbing them with, I, I can't even reference this, stabbing them with a paperclip. It's not going to really puncture their skin, but it's definitely going to hurt and it's definitely going to leave the skin red. Don't do it. Your grief, even if you lost the same exact person, is never going to be the same as another person's for anyone. I know I say this on every episode, but I'll always say it till I turn blue because it's something that everyone needs to understand. There's no two griefs that are ever going to be the same. Could you relate? Absolutely. Could you have gone through similar walks of life? Absolutely. Could you have lost people in a similar sequence? Similar situation? Absolutely. But again, never going to be the same. Never going to be the same. Be the person who you needed when you were grieving. Check in on them. Just send a heart. If you want to go into talking, talk to them. Eventually, that person who you keep sending the heart to will say something to you when they're ready. It's the biggest part about grief that no one told me, but I always try to tell people, it's when you're ready. Not when someone else tells you to be ready. Not when someone else just overflows and tells you every like everything that they went through a year ago when they lost this person and this is how it connects to you and this is what you should be feeling and this is what I'm going to tell you. No. No, 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 no. I always do this to my sister. And no, 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 no. But seriously, no. Don't do that. You didn't need that. Just like you don't need this paperclip stab. 
Don't tell someone your grief when they are grieving. If they ever want to ask you and you ever want to connect with them, small doses. But not everyone is going to be ready to hear about your grief and you to dump your heaviness onto them when it's so new to what they're experiencing. Be that person you needed to whoever it is in your life, an old friend, a coworker, a cousin, whoever. Be that person for them. Just be who you needed. And that's exactly how you can get over your grieving fears.